0: Hey everyone, I'm Carolina, and this is Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Elections are just around the corner and I would like to take this moment to reach out to everyone, especially younger audiences, and try to enhance the importance of us being aware of what is going on in the world around us. The podcast will talk a bit about what is indeed happening, what our hopes and fears are in this moment in life and for the future, what are our world leaders doing? And what's up with Brexit? That's a massive fear, I think, for everyone in one way or another. And what do you think life would be if we had more women in powerful places? With this being said, I ask you that is listening, who do you think is actually ruling the world? So I think we should start with the big one, Brexit. For those of you that don't know what Brexit is, it is the decision after voting in June 2016 for Britain to leave the EU. This referendum was the idea of one ex-prime minister, David Cameron, who thought people would vote to stay. Then obviously they voted out, and then he resigned, leaving the whole mess to a moment to fix. To help me showcase this matter, please welcome Chloe, Ellie, and Mariana. Hi!
1: Everyone loves Brexit. It's
0: cool, it's fun, it's sexy. But how will Brexit affect the ordinary people of Britain? First question girls, actually two of them. What do you think about Brexit and do you think if a woman was in charge in the first place this would Ever happened?
1: Uh, I personally feel with brexit. I'm of the kind of remain side of it. Obviously, I know everybody's side is different. Just for me, that'd be the best thing for like for me in the future, and like with my house where I live at the moment, it's kind of what benefits me most. Right. So, the, like, I'm of the opinion that I've, I agree that Brexit was something that was needed to talk about. However, I think it needed to be approached from probably a different angle because not a lot of people knew what they were voting for, which was quite worrying, really.
0: Yeah, do you think they didn't have enough information about it? They had no clue.
1: The first search on Google the day after the elections was, what is the EU and what is Brexit, which is very worrying when you're voting something quite serious.
2: I would be on the Leave side of things. I know it's an unpopular opinion of people my age group. Um, It's not because of people, I don't want people in my country, I'm racist, Um, I don't want immigrants in the country, uh, which I think is a reason a lot of people did it for, which probably shouldn't have been the reason they did it for. Um, But I studied uh, world trade um, and I studied the 1700s political uh, climate of Britain, which was all about free trade um, and policies which we changed from before um, which allowed us to kind of better our economy uh, to the point where we had a larger empire than the Roman Empire Uh, and I think it would be a good thing for the country economically uh, to be more free with our trade because being part of the European Union puts a lot of things on us that restrict what we can do we have all these import taxes On things from America and China who are some of the leading uh, manufacturers in the world and it's like we could trade with those people more easily if we were not in the European Union but we could still trade with people in Europe too.
0: That's a really good point because obviously like we want people out there to especially our age to have like all of these different type of, of opinions and I think I read somewhere that most people that voted for um, Britain to leave was people in r- uh, rural and small towns, places. So obviously they have a different opinion than people that live in big cities and stuff just like that. It depends
1: on what suits you like mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's all about what would benefit you as a person in your household yeah it's kind of like what would that you can't lots of people when voting don't really think about the bigger like picture what, picture right. the country everything's about what would benefit them as a person yeah. so like what would suit me going on forward Right. so that's kind of it, again though it went in a kind of dark like a bad way because everybody then took it in like a racist way rather than thinking of actually no what would benefit me and benefit the country it was no i don't want people in this country right
2: yeah i don't think people understood i think they saw it as oh let's get everybody out of the country they didn't know they they didn't see it yeah because we still have people come to the country even though we are not part of the european union that's not how it works they're still letting people in it's not it's not a oh no more immigrants policy like that's what people thought it was i think
0: because of that those certain situations foreign people that are living here are really scared and they're really uncertain i'm I'm from portugal but i don't feel like that what about you mariana you're from spain do you feel uncertainty about brexit by living here I mean, I do in some way, but not because I think they're gonna kick me out of the country. So right. I mean, like, hey, you're not from here, get out. Yeah. But mostly because like, like in politics, you can vote for something you think it's gonna be good, but you never know what it's gonna happen in the end. Uh, it can be good, it can be bad. So
1: there's lots of ifs. Like
0: yeah. Uncertain. Yeah. Th- that's certainly someone that makes us feel feel a bit of fear, mm-hmm. like regarding the the whole situation, like. For British people, you feel, you might feel a bit of fear because you don't really know like how the impact in the country is going to be like after yeah, you obviously. actually leave. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I think the, those are very, very good points. I think if it was a woman in David Cameron position, not just because I'm a woman, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, I don't think this whole thing would have happened because... Not to point fingers at men, women, it doesn't really matter. But I think overall we can see women have a more sensitive side. And like we look at other things that men sometimes don't look. So I'm not entirely sure if a woman would have gotten this whole thing. Even if there was like a potential get out, I think it was probably going to be done in a different way. Like what do you guys think? I think
2: the same I think David Cameron was overconfident with his own opinion Um, and the only reason he did it, as you said earlier was really to kind of um, just confirm what he already thought was true that Mm. the British public wanted what he wanted when actually uh, they didn't Um, and I think that can be quite a male thing to do sometimes is to presume everyone else thinks the right thing that you think and that you're right Um, so I think he kind of messed himself up it was a uh,
1: decision. Yeah, and you shouldn't
2: have just presumed, oh, yeah, I'm going to win, it's fine. You um, should have maybe considered it a bit more um, and thought about it in terms of democracy and actually what the people want rather than what he thinks they want. Some people, they just, like, wash their hands. they be like, oh, my God, it's getting worse. I don't want to be in the middle of that.
0: So I'll yeah. give it to the next person. Or
2: But yeah. I think the Conservative oh, yeah. Party, like, deliberately put forward Theresa May so that they could get Boris in. So they'd be like, oh, Theresa May's terrible. She's gone now. Look, Boris. Do don't you, you love I Boris? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can see that, And
2: yeah. I think that's like, they've used a woman to- a um yeah to runner. to be like, not a scapegoat, but like, I don't know, like a sacrifice? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's a bit of extreme words. <laughs> no, word, yeah, I know what I mean, though. Yeah, but I like, know, yeah. They've put her and like, disposed of her, basically, um, and used her to set up for Boris.
0: I think it was a really unfortunate situation and, like, she was in an almost cursed position already mm. when she came into the job. I think it is right that women be involved on my behalf in the
2: policies and the decisions that will affect my life. I think we should have more proportion in the sense of ages distribution yeah, and gender ages. distribution. So we should have, the, the country's made up 50% men, 50% women. We mm-hmm. should have 50% men, 50% women in politics. Yeah, And I then agree. we should have uh, somebody in the 18 to 24 bracket, proportional to how many 18 to 24s are in the country.
0: This is not a stab at men, definitely not. No. What I see, like, when we turn on the news, we hear North Korea, America, uh, yeah. Brazil, uh, here, like we have all of these crazy men in power now um, and I feel like there are similar situations everywhere because now everyone compares Boris Johnson to Donald Trump.
1: They look exactly identical, that hair is exactly the same. (laughs) They're saying Britain Trump, they call him Britain Trump and people are saying that's a good thing, that they like me over
0: there. Why do you guys think that young people are not that interested in politics?
1: Personally for me, I find voting and just the whole politics very difficult because I struggle with the language and the terms that they use. And because nobody breaks it down and explains it to me, it takes a lot for me to understand what everybody's going on about.
0: So do you think it should be more, like, user-friendly? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, Like for us? Some of the stuff, like, if you think about it, not a lot of people have good education in this country. Not a lot of people are going to understand what the hell they're talking about in these manifestos mm-hmm. that they've because right. the language and the terminology they use would only work if they have a high level of education mm-hmm. in Parliament. So,
0: so we should say that we could persuade more people to vote if they actually changed like the way they're doing it, yeah. like we should make it more accessible for for everyone. everyone. All right, that's good. That's good. Right. Thank you so much. Just before we go, guys, what are you most hopeful for? Especially because we're coming to the end of the year. <laughs> so like 2020 resolutions, but not really. I don't really believe in resolutions. So what are you guys really Hypothetically hopeful? Speaking. Hypothetically speaking, yeah. What are you guys hopeful for?
2: I hope I get a promotion at work.
0: Do you guys know what? I'm really hopeful for a good Christmas dinner.
1: I'm just hopeful that my mom isn't stressed this Christmas. <laughs> Because she's always stressed at Christmas.
0: Again, women do everything, so she's probably <laughs> yeah, doing...
1: She does everything. <laughs> she cooks, she
0: cleans. I hope for sushi soon. <gasps> yes! Because every time we finish uni, Go going for sushi. Yeah, we're always going for sushi. So that's like an, <laughs> an in. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining me. Hope you had a lovely time. Um, and I think we shed some light on these important issues. And yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. I think overall we realized no one is ruling the world, really. Either no one or everyone. And I think we should leave it to you to, to decide. And I hope you enjoy this and I hope you feel a bit more clarified on everything. So thank you so much for listening and I'll see you soon.